0: Power of the Daleks, 5th of no- November 1966, Patrick Fulton, episode 1, TARDIS. A doctor has regenerated after his deal with a sober the energy being one of us. Ben and Polly watch him change into a younger person. Polly, his hair, his his face, his hair, look at it. Ben, he's breathing. A Tardis seems to be normal. Polly, Ben, what are you going to do? You can't just leave the doctor there. Ben, what, that's, what, him, a doctor? Polly, well, that's who came for the doors. There's no one else outside. Ben, do you remember what he said in the tracking room? Something about this old body of mine is wearing a bit thin. Ben, so he gets himself a new one? Polly, well, yes. Ben, I'll do me a favour. Polly, then whatever happened happened in here, Ben. But it's impossible, Polly. No, not as long, not long ago. You, we would have been saying that about a lot of things. The man on the floor moans and opens his eyes as he struggles to up, a searing pain nearly cripples him. Clutching his head, he stares wildly at Ben, and Polly. His vision blurred. We hear the thumping of his headache, or is it a heartbeat, Doctor? Stop, stop, concentrate on one thing, one thing. Man turns his attention to the doctor's console, focusing on the fo- c- controls. The pumping comes slower and softer. As at last his chaper vision clears, a man moves his hands from his face and looks around at him. Around him, His features bright- brightening in relief. Doctor, it's over. Chuckles, it's over. A man scrambles to his feet, wobbling and Ben and Polly watch. But make a no-mega tempter. As he circles the TARDIS with the console, as if requiting himself, re equating himself with the controls. His clothes hang off his right frame, much too big. He struggles to unfasten the heavy cloak that titans, threatens to trip him up. As he does so, a neat ring drops to the floor. Bent Doctor, as the TARDIS engine springs into life. A demon and naturalized The man raises his hand to his face once more, feeling his features as if they belonged to a stranger. Polly moves to pick up the fallen ring, eyeing the newcomer with open with curiosity and a little unease. The little man makes his way over to a closet, store closet, storage chest. Stor- his stiff-legged glance, Kate, reminding Polly of a small of a small job. Learning to walk, he trips but recovers quickly. Doctor, the muscles are still a bit tight. Ben, what... Polly, Ben, what are we going to do? Polly, is it... The, it's the doc- the doctor. I know it is, I think. Ben, it, it's not... Uh, not your face has changed. He doesn't even let him. Strange was rumbling from the contacts of chess. Ben, come on. It's time to sort this out. Now look here. Ben, hold that. He, he hands about Ben a mirror. Doctor... Tint it. man gazes intently on his faction. The face in the mirror has a mop of black hair and dark green eyes. Momentarily, the image blurs and changes to that of an older, white-haired man. Foot changes change again. practically satisfied, the man turns his attention back to the storage chest. Ben, have you done with it? Doctor, put it down, put it down. Ben, now, what's your game? The man turns cheerfully, banishing an old mental dagger. Doctor, ah, the Crusades with von Sardine. Oh, Doctor, has a great, was a great collector, wasn't he, Polly? But you're the Doctor. Doctor, oh, I do look like him. Ben, who are you? Don't you know? Main further and pulls out a piece of stolen silver metal. His look of mystery fades as it triggers a very clear memory. Doctor, extermination. A man stuffs the metal into his pocket. He, concern turns to light as he unearths a magnifying glass he begins a careful study of his hands. Doctor, ah, oh, very good. Nails need growing. Ben, look, takes the doctor's ring from Polly. Ben, now look, the doctor always wore this. So if you're him, you it should fit now, shouldn't it? And it slips on the man's finger, but it's far too big. Ben, there, there, that settles it. Doctor, I like to see a butterfly fit into the carrot's case after it spread its wings. Polly, then you did change. Doctor, life depends on change and renewal. Ben, so that's it? You've renewed. You've been renewed, have you? Doctor, I've been renewed. Here, yeah. have I? That's it. I've been renewed. It's part of the TARDIS. Without it, I wouldn't survive. Come here. Unexpectedly, the man rounds on Polly. Doctor, come here. Still further. Still rather nervous, so sort the of strange interloper. <laughs> Polly steps closer. Doctor. The doctor kept a diary, didn't he? Do- Polly, yes. I thought so. I wonder where. I wonder where. Ben and Polly watch the man resume. Zooms his search for the tress. Polly, he's very different, Doctor. Ben. Ben, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Just where do we stand, though? A man has found something else in the closet. A descent recorder. He moves it with great care and stands, flexing his fingers over the holes. The expression is one of pure childlike joy. and convinces Polly. It's time for her to t- trust his instincts about a man's identity. He plays a little tune and dances a jig, topping many spots and missing diary. Polly, Doctor, tucking the recorder into his jacket, the Doctor begins to read. Polly, Doctor, what's going to happen to us? Doctor, I think we have to have landed for for some. We ha, must have landed for some time. I think it's time to. We went for a stroll. The doctor drove grabs a plate hat from the chest and engrossed in his reading, he moves to the console and opens the TARDIS doors. Polly, but you don't know where we landed. Ben, no, you haven't checked your oxygen and temperature or anything. Doctor, still reading your diary. Oxygen density to radiation nil temperature uh, eight, 6, strong suggestion of mercury, deposits, satisfaction satisfied, Ben. Now, you two, coming, or are you not? Polly, he does know, know us, he said, Ben. Didn't you hear him, Ben? Yeah, I heard, but he might have been copying you, though, mightn't he? Mercury swamp. The tardis is landing the misty swamp, a ground is rocky and pitted, with small small bubbling pools, which occasionally spray a fine silver mist in the air. The doctor wanders away, still fascinated by the contents of the diary, strolling directly towards a small pool of mercury. He apparently observes. To any danger, yet manages to successfully circumvent the obstacle. Without at once, looking up from his reading, suddenly realizing what he's done, he stops and looks back, delighted as he had been outwitted. The, obst- the ob- having outwitted the obst- obstruction and laughs. Then he looks down and sloshes out the, wa- the watery puddle in which he's now standing. Doctor, are you coming, you two? The doctor continues his way. After a small distance, he stops once more. A boulder blocks his path. Pulling a tape measure from his pocket, he takes some extensive measurements of the rock and scribbles some calculations on an empty page in the diary. Doctor glances round him. The boulder stands up, clearing, and he he could easily walk round it, but a look of mischief crosses his face. Bagging out a few steps, the doctor looks down at his legs, flexing his knees. Doctor, time I put you through some tests, I think. Breaking to run, the Doctor says, Ashley, Leap Fox, the rock boulder. Examiner, who? Newcomer has entered the clearing. Examiner, hello? Is there anyone there? Hello? Why didn't you come? Why didn't they come? Says, sees the Doctor. As you you come at last, I am from Earth. I am an examiner here. There's a gunshot. The man crumbles to the ground, horrified. The Doctor is about to dive to cover then pauses, and, keeping low, approaches the fallen figure. He rolls the man over and sees that he's dead. Searching for some kind of identification, Doctor finds a large round badge. Automatically reaching into his top pocket, he pulls out a pair of wide-rimmed spectacles and puts them on. He squints at the badge and moves it backwards and forwards, trying to focus on it. Yet, all he can see is a misty blur. He moves the spectacle and tries again. This time, the text is clear. Doctor Earth is emanated. call a cold every excess Vulcan. Beware, behind the Doctor, a figure looms out the mist, wearing all concealing white suit and goggles. A figure trains a pistol on the Doctor's back. Doctor! Ben! Doctor! Where are you? The Doctor turns and then the figure dodges out of sight. Close to the TARDIS, Ben and Polly are exploring the swamp. Ben! Pew! Isn't it hot, Polly? Do you think the air... Do you think the air's like this everywhere? Ben, nah, must be just around here. Don't want many, don't want too many lungfuls of it. I know that. Here, when I was a kid, we used to live opposite a brewery. You can take a walk and get tipsy in one go. Polly, it's beautiful. Ben, do not touch it, Polly. Polly, I wasn't going to. No, it's quicksilver. It gets through your pores. Where's the doctor? where he, whoever he is. Got to, as Ben moves away, a cloud of mercury. Babo catches Polly from the face, she coughs. Ben, what's the matter? Hey, Polly. Hey, Doctor, wherever you are, quick. There's something happening to Polly. Doctor heads back to TARDIS, a a run. Ben, quick, open this way. A piston raised at a button. The suited figure stops out behind the Doctor, knocks him down. The Doctor grabs the figure briefly, before sinking to the ground, unconscious. Working quickly, the stranger places something into the doctor's palm and drags the examiner's body away. The doctor's left sprawled on the floor, a button clutched to his outstretched hand. Meanwhile, Ben is trying to drag the unconscious body to safety. Another clan of mercury vapor raises from the pool. Ben, doctor, laughing. Ben sees, before he passed out, is a white suited figure holding a pistol approaching fast. Some time later, a young man in a white survivor suit, goggles, pushes up over his head. is kneeling beside an unseemly unconscious doctor. Another older man, seemingly tired, approaches. Brigand, ''Oh, Quinn, there you are. What have you got there? My people found two more. Them out on one of, on, on, of, them. What, one of the pools, Quinn. This one's got a nasty bruise on the back of his head. One of his feet and knocked himself out, I suppose.'' Bregan, I suppose so. Quinn, why didn't they use the kit we sent them? Begin, yes, the other two have had an overdose do- of foam fumes. The girl has anyway. Quinn, girl? Braggan, yes. But she, did she recover? Ben and Polly are helped in the clearing by two guards. Quinn, those coming opera guards of yours do have some uses after all. Breggan, I'll pick them I picked them for the physical fitness. Quinn, I thought it was of the IQs, wasn't for the IQs. Give me a hand with the examiner, will you, Bergen? I wonder why Earth has chosen a, send an examiner to Vulcan, just now. I mean, Quinn. I don't know, Bergen. It's a mystery, isn't it? Isn't due for another two years. Ben is recovering. Quinn, how did? How do you feel, Ben? Uh. Quinn, we saw you. Ro- your rocket overshoot the landing area? Uh. Quinn, don't worry. Most of the ships on Earth do overshoot. I'm Quinn, Deputy Governor. Briggan, head of security. Quinn, let's um let's get them back. Shall we? I'll take the girl. Briggan. here you hear you two. Help carry the examiner. The guards lift the doctor between them. Briggan, I suppose you earth people can't wait to examine less, less than a space castle. Ben, huh? Ben is startled, as the doctor winks slyly at them. Lingison's laboratory Legison is polishing an oddly shaped piece of metal. A huge space capsule dominates one side of the room. Lettison's assistant, Jenley, approaches trains him. gently a woman. Lettison. look at this, gently. You just brought an a from Earth and a couple of assistants. Lettison, a zoominator? What's he what's he here for? Jane I thought you knew. I thought you know, Dennison, Letterson, it's a capsule. It must be. Why don't they stop me working on it? I told you that. Jenny, could anyone? Letterson. the government have always been difficult about it, but surely they wouldn't send someone all the way from Earth just. Jenny, look. What? What about? What? What about the meeting, Dennison, Letterson? What meeting? Jenny. Yes, I arranged everything. Can we? Still use the old rocket room? Letterson. Yes, I suppose so. But I do wish we wouldn't, you wouldn't get mixed up with the pressure groups. Jane Lee. Jane Lee. Well, someone has to do something. The colony's running down and you know it. Letterson. I'm too busy. Jane Lee. But we, But if we ran things, you'd be better facilities, more money. I wish you'd take an interest. Letterson. And now look, I don't mind letting you... Have use of my wounds now and again, Janey, But you don't try to involve me. It, it, this is what I find important. 200 years in the mercury swamp. And this piece of metal that dropped from it. Look, a couple of minutes polishing it. And it's good as new. Janeley, wonderful. And Rain, damp, heat, mercury. Nothing touches this metal. No corrosion, Janeley. Think of that, Janeley. Well, I hope the examiner let you go up. Go on with your experiment. Frankly, I doubt it. I think the government brought the examiner here to stop you opening the capsule. You should join our group, Lettison. You might need us one day. Guest quarters. Fully recovered. The doctor and Ben and Polly have left to make themselves comfortable. The doctor plays on his recorder. Ben, so so the murdered man has a real examinator. Blood the doctor blows uh, a pair of notes. Ben, well, did you see who did it? Top note, screech. Ben, Polly, the doctor got this button though. Ben, I think it's pretty dull around here. I don't think why we, don't know why, we just don't go back to the TARDIS. Polly, Doctor, are you going to let them think that you're real examining? Two notes repeated. Polly, won't that be dangerous? Two notes again. Ben, look, why don't you stop blowing that thing and talk to us properly? Polly, Ben, Ben, now why don't now don't you start? It's bad enough for him. Polly, well, he didn't have it. He hadn't done anything. No, that's just the trouble. Ben, snatches the recorder away. Ben, he knows what happened back at the Tardis. Yet he t- why? Yet he will he tell us? Will he come out and say? Will he admit to being the doctor? Ben blows angrily in the recorder. There's a knock on the door. Ben, come in. Two guards in pink hat caps and dark uniforms enter appearing a large bearded man in his late fifties. Hensel, I'm Hensel, the Governor. I trust you are being, feeling much better. Ben, I feel much worse. Governor, the Governor. Hensel, if Earth has been fit to warn us you were coming, you might have possibly been able to guide you down to the landing area. Doctor, if Earth did not warn you, 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 we, you, we were coming... Governor? You really must have had they must have had a very good reason. I wonder what that was. Hansel. Now look here. I run this colony. I don't know where you come from. Come here to Volcan. What is your brief? I am an examin- doctor, I am an examinator. Hansel, why are you here? Doctor, to examine. I intend to start my examination at once. Doctor darts forward and begins to examine bogus treatment tunic. Hansel, somebody's leaked reports about the, the, those rebel groups. That's it, isn't it? Doctor, now your turn, Governor. Doctor turns his attention to Hansel's clothing. Bregan, it there's a leicestown castle. Hansel, eternal affairs are my business, Bregan. Don't, please don't interfere. Doctor, please go on. Hansel, the capsule was found in the Swergley swamp. It must have been here for centuries. Doctor, interesting, continue. Hansel, for centuries before Earth Colony arrived. I thought it might be dangerous. It might contain bacteria. Doctor, I shall examine the capsule later. You may leave us. Hansel, I look forward. Shall look forward to your vote bang. See the examining party. Get some proper clothes, will you? Hansel, Braggon, and the guards leave. Doctor, we are wearing paper clothes. A doctor starts play, playing again. Ben, oh how did you get that thing back? That was a bit of a cheek, wasn't it? Seeing if the governor was the guy who got the button off. Polly, Doctor, when he was talking to you, you were staring at the other man. Doctor, yes, very rude of me, wasn't it? Tell my tell the truth. I was studying his actions, seeing if he had reacted with the story. Ben, did he? Doctor, must have a, uh, must have a look at the capsule. Ben, now you want, to, now you want us... Now you want to watch, you don't take this examiner stuff a bit too far. Doctor, our answers must come from that Mercury, must come from the Mercury swamp. Doctor, because at least one bloke isn't going to be fooled. Doctor, when Briggin found us, he definitely said space capsule. Ben, look, you're not going to fool that folder guy. And that did the real examiner in. Coroner, a little later... Brennigan, occupied by a guard, is posting a notice on board. Quinn approaches. Quinn! Bregan! What's all this nonsense about having a pass to see the examinator? Bregan! It's the governor's idea. Quinn! Surely he doesn't apply to me. Bregan! Um, do not... It's not my order, Quinn. I expect the governor wants to keep people away from him. Quinn! It sounds like one of our red... Your red... David is. Bregan! It's nothing to do with me. Quinn! Right... Quinn strides away, practically crowding, crowding with Janeley, Janely, Lee. Jane Lee. Jane Lee? Oh, Quinn, sorry, Janeley, Janney. Lee. My fault, Quinn. Are you, are you right, Qu- Jane Lee. Yes, Levison's just cleared me out of his lab. Is his Eminence going to let him open the capsule? Quinn, I don't know. I'm on my net here, net there now. If I can push past Bennigan's army of layabouts, Levison's laboratory. Later in that evening the doctor takes Ben and Polly to see the space capsule and the doctor spots some piece of metal that Letterson was putting in earlier. He picks it up and examines it warily. Doctor, where did you get this? Letterson, it was dropped from the capsule. Doctor, dropped? Letterson, yes, when it was being hauled into the laboratory. But did you see this metal's could revolutionise space travel? That's why I'm assisting, we open it. Why? Well, who knows what other marvels there may be inside. Edison. But Lettison, I didn't think you could open it. Letterson, Well, there I have a theory. I've been to open it reason on the other side of it here or here. Well, this isn't the, the doctor pulls out a piece of metal. He found in an a TARDIS and pairs of two. They're identical. I examine it. its domination, doctor. How, now? My theory is that Letterson, my theory is that I can set. A laser ray in this ridge here. The ray, the ray spreads, fuses an opening device and let, gets us in. Hands up, examinator. I shall have to make to make it your responsibility. Doctor, a laser? Why not? It couldn't be too difficult. Laser fires at the first spot. Nothing happens. Letterson. Well, we'll try the other side. move refocuses laser. A mechanism engages hatchway, slides open. A doctor, Letterson steps inside the capsule capsule entry a small chain brightly lit chamber a doctor studied the wall far wall. everyone else coils in hmm. a bit disappointing doctor not really this is just an entry bay isn't it Lettison. yes I suppose so Hensel. yes this doesn't get us very far, does it, Letterson? Getting into the rest of the capsule will take time, Governor. Ben, why can't can't you use the torch thing again? That might be there might there must be an open door, Letterson. I thought I should have measured it up and find out where the lock mechanism is, Doctor. I think we'll leave it for tonight. Hetzel, leave it for tonight. Where did he? Where did he come? Where did we come from? Come here for. What did we come here for? Doctor, that's a that's my decision, Robin. Hensel But good heavens above man. Doctor a hundred years you say there has been a hunt buried Lettison Oh at least. There must be something in the in the compartment. We shall we shall be able to find out. Where it came from originally. Doctor, I don't think it came from this planet Vulcan. Letison Oh no, the metal is quite alien. Doctor alien yes, very alien Good night. Doctor leaves the laboratory. Ben, what's he up to now? Polly, Ben. We're not going to let him out of our sight. Ben and Polly. Follow Doctor for the laboratory. Lettison's laboratory. Hazel, well Lettison, you got your way. Was it worth sending an exam- for this examiner? He said it did not take the examiner. Lettison, I didn't send for him. I thought you did. Quinn, why don't you let me talk to this examiner, Hazel? I can find out what he's here for. Hensel, no no, you keep away from him. We leave him to work with Edison here. We've got enough to do without leaving having to worry about some amateur critic from Earth interfering. Quinn, but we've we've But with five minutes, Hensel, you heard what I said, Quinn. You don't mind keeping his own busy, Lettison? I don't mind what do you do with him as long is to keep his nose out of our business. Lettison. Yes, all right. Hensel. All right. Well, we shall talk about this tomorrow. Once he's alone, Lettison returns to the workbench. He quickly realises that his metal sample has disappeared. Guest quarters. Later that night. But honey, Ben. Ben, waking. What? Polly. Shh. He's in the corridor. Ben, who is? Polly, the doctor. You clod? Come on. Come on, quick. go Polly. He's going towards the laboratory's lab. Ben, of course, to the space capsule. Polly, come on, there's the laboratory. The doctor steps in the deserted laboratory limited even Ill- nearly eliminated by the light glowing from the interior of the capsule. At the capsule entrance, he dips into his pockets and takes out two pieces of metal. Ben and Polly appear in the doorway in the lab just in time to see the doctor. Disappear into the capsule. Capsule entrance. Doctor crosses to the far wall, inserts one of the pieces of metal in a narrow gra- narrow opening. An open narrow in the door slides open, revealing the second compartment. The doctor edges forward, peering into the gloom. Two shapes are saturated against the dull metal glow. Familiar giant pepper pot shapes. Doctor, Polly, Ben, come in and meet the Daleks. Ben, what? The Daleks. Polly approaches, the sucker-arm drops. Polly, you could have opened this before. Doctor, these two pieces of metal are identical. The doctor got one of them from Dalits himself. Ben, why do you keep seeing the doctor, if you know, if you know, if you mean you. Doctor, I knew, I should find, I find them here, I knew it. Ben, oh, they look harmless, not very lively. Polly. What do you think? Two hundred years of not you, you wouldn't look very lively either. Nothing could live through that back, could it? That Ben live? Doctor. Nothing human, no. Doctor. Look! What's the matter? Doctor kneels to examine and marks on the dusty floor. Doctor. There were three Daleks in here. What happened to the other one? Ben catches sight of something moving in a corner. behind the Doctor. Ben, doctor! Polly screams. The doctor spins around. A clawed mutant scuttles the shadows across the floor.